Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to Healthy Matters, presented by Hennepin County Medical Center, a network of neighborhood clinics, specialty centers, hospital, and Minnesota's Level 1 Adult and Pediatric Trauma Center. Please remember we can only give general medical advice during the program, and every case is unique. We urge you to consult with your personal physician if you have health concerns. Now, here's Denny Law with your host, Dr. David Hilden, internal medicine physician with Hennepin County Medical Center with more Healthy Matters. And good morning. Welcome to this edition of Hennepin County Medical Center's Healthy Matters. If you're new to the show, thank you for it checking us out. Your host, Dr. David Hilden, is in studio. Good morning. Good morning, Denny. Did you see any particular fog or mist? I did not. I didn't. It looked pretty good this morning. You know, 35W was uh, nice and clear. I could see most of the way to downtown. That's always my my gauge because I live in in the southern part of the city proper, Minneapolis, and I can literally see downtown from my house. And and if I... uh, the, it's a beautiful skyline if you're yes, not from is. Minnesota. Um, and uh, I could see it all. So I always say that's a pretty clear day. If that's, it's foggy, I can't see the skyline. Then. That's uh, that's true. And, so it's uh, pretty good for me. And as you know, we have a lot of listeners who listen not only around the various parts of uh, the country, all around the world, as a matter of fact. They do. And uh, I remember in our garden show, I don't know if I ever told you this, but, you know, we've had like Jim Gilbert's show, we'll have people – uh, or the garden show too about rabbits destroying a, a landscape or deer eating. We have listeners in Africa. I think I told you this at one time. Uh, Julie said their friends in Africa have elephants that destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> so those pesky elephants. I know. Do you know? I don't think a little chicken wire is going to no, keep the, the elephants. No, the fence is not going to keep them. <laughs> sure. But by the way, if you are new to the show, thanks again. This is uh, we we sometimes zero in on a particular topic. Today we're not. It's an open line show. That means your chance to ask Dr. David Hilden your general health question, either by phone or by text or or you can Twitter me. Yeah, Dr. David Hilden. Put the hashtag Healthy Matters if you're really cool. All right, very good. <laughs> but otherwise, you can call us. We've cleared the lines. And if you do are familiar with the show, you know we tend to get really busy. So we want to get as many questions answered as time will allow. So call us now. Call the doctor now. 651-989-9226. Or you can send Dr. Hilden your text, 81807. 81807. Last night I was talking to my son, Tony, and I was uh, saying, you know, there's a, there's a virus, and I can't think of the name of it. Uh, and I'll ask Dr. Hilden tomorrow, meaning today. Uh, and I saw a news story that there's another cruise ship. I can't remember what line it is, but it, it sounded like the whole ship oh. has some kind of lower GI problem. Norovirus. I'll norovirus. That That's norovirus. What now, what is that? And that doesn't that hit like lightning? It does hit you. It just hits really fast. In fact, we had a little, uh, little mini outbreak at our hospital. Any parent of a of young children whose kids got a little loose stools and yeah. are, you know, don't feel in well and it, and they, it hits you like a ton of bricks. And um, so you parents, you know what I'm talking about. It happened to us at, uh, at work this week where somebody's kids got sick and then the adult oh, yes. got sick and it, 
literally, this guy came into work, was feeling fine, and by noon was, let's just say, not feeling so fine. We almost wanted to, you know, we we got out a pair of the the, the gloves that you wear at hospitals, and we got out those sanitizing oh, wipes, yeah. and we swabbed everything. So this is nothing sight. to do with the influenza. No, no, that's totally different. Um, this is a stomach bug. Um, and they, you know, it, it probably gives cruise ships a bad name, but it is one place where it can happen. It's not just unique to cruise right. ships. It's a virus that can live on anything. Really? And so if so if if you one person, if just one person has norovirus and has a diarrheal illness. And then that one person touches a doorknob, it just passes like wildfire when the next person touches the doorknob. And it tends to happen in enclosed spaces and people who are living together, which is why you hear about it on cruise ships. That's always why the crew – I was on a cruise ship once – one time in my whole life I've ever been on one. And they were standing there at the the buffet lines with – hand sanitizer. Oh, yes. Asking you to use it. Maybe that's a common thing on cruise ships. I think it is now. Is it? Yeah, because um, for those of you who take cruises, I would recommend it. Um, Just that hand sanitizer gel has an alcohol solution in it that um, does kill the virus. And it's... um, But can it it be foodborne too? It's not in the... not to be too delicate about it. It's right. called the fecal oral route. And oh, so, yes, yes. It get, you ingest it, and then it comes out the bottom end. Um, it's not the same as food poisoning, okay. but it is it, – you get it in the course of eating. And, and so um, – but it's not just cruise ships. It can be offices. Um, so if someone at your office or at your radio station or yeah, wherever you happen yeah. to work um, has it, it's a good idea to take an alcohol thing and swab down the common surfaces, doorknobs, coffee maker handles – um, keyboards, phones, that kinds of thing, because it is out there. What can you do about it? I mean, can you take not it? much, really? Yeah. Just it, suffer through it. Suffer through it. You know, if it's your kids, or if you're an older adult, you're more at risk. Um, uh, uh, normal or normal—that's a bad word. Yeah. Not people not at the extremes of age like you and me, Denny. You know, if we get that, yeah, you know, <laughs> Denny's laughing, but no, 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 you're not. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> People who are not at the extremes of age are not at uh, um, high risk. But you should just wash your hands and drink plenty of fluids. But little kids and much older adults um, – People with compromised immune systems, they should make sure you're getting plenty of fluids, good nutrition, um, and replace your electrolytes. If you're a kid or a parent of a kid with something like Pedialyte or or the the sports drinks or chicken soup, things like that, make sure you get your electrolytes replaced and stay And if you're well an hydrated. adult, don't go to work. Yeah, don't go to work. The biggest thing is don't go to work. Yeah. And people at home, wash your hands. And if you're sick, stay at home. You are doing absolutely no yeah. one a favor if you go to work with a GI bug. Here is our phone number, and there's a one line open if you want to fill it. 651-989-9226. We're trying to warm up our text screen. 81807 is the text number. Uh, let's go to uh, Bill, who's calling from uh, Henriette. Bill, you're on with the doctor. Hi, good morning, uh, Danny and Dr. Hilbert. I, I've talked to you quite a few times, Dr. H. Um, first of all, I, I want to request if someday if you could get a guest on with you talking about spinal cord injuries, because I know I've discussed this with you in the past. I had a, uh, broke my neck about seven years ago. Um, so it'd be really nice to be able to have an expert on that I could talk to. Bill, um, it's a good idea. I've I've written myself a note. All right, Bill, you're kind of fading out, but that's a good idea. Dr. Hilden appreciates that. We'll uh, we'll get on that. You'll get on that. 
I will get on that, Bill. Um, and Bill, I was I was uh, running through, uh, driving through uh, Henriette, and and I I actually this happened. I was driving up to Duluth, uh, um, a few weeks ago actually, and we drove through the exit to Henriette, and I said, "That's where there's Bill. Bill. That's where Bill lives." <laughs> uh, seriously, okay. Bill, I will do a spinal cord. Uh, I'll do a little digging around. The the interesting thing is, you know, I have a limited number of friends who I can uh, twist their arms to come on the show. Sure. No, I'm kidding about that. They're willing to come on the show. But let me look and see who I could um, talk to about spinal cord injuries and see if we couldn't make a, a, a show out of it. It's a great topic. Um, uh, I will, I will uh, I'll look into that one. Bill. Okay. Thanks, Bill. Uh, let's see who's next. Mark is calling from uh, Victoria. Mark, you're on CCO with Dr. Hilden. Well, hi. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I, um, I've been watching my blood pressure. I'm in the medical field as well in anesthesia, but I've been watching my blood pressure. My systolic blood pressure is hanging 125 to 140, but my diastolic seems to always be like 88 to the low to mid-90s consistently. I was wondering about whether that would you know, prompt me to need to take some blood pressure medication. You know, it's getting there, Mark. Um, uh, when I say it's getting there, about three months ago, I would have said you're fine. <laughs> Be, you know, and but as many listeners might know, the blood pressure guidelines have have been um, adjusted. They're adjusted all the time as we get new information, as uh, evidence based medicine leads us to learn what's the latest evidence, what's the latest science, and um, the latest science is that lower is better. And so we would love everybody to be less than 120 over less than 80. But we will accept less than 130 over less than 80. So you are with your top number sometimes in the 130s. That's high blood pressure. And your low number in the high 80s, your diastolic, that is also considered high blood pressure. So it can be if either number is high, you you meet the definition. If they both are well, you, you still meet the definition. So the big question, though, the big question for you, Mark, is is what to do about it. So with blood pressure readings like you have, I think we can say you have very um, mild, but you do have high blood pressure. The question is, do you need medications? And the guidelines do not mandate that we put everybody on medications. They just want us to be ultra vigilant about our lifestyle first. And so that means weight loss. Stopping smoking, watching your cholesterol in your diet, particularly lowering salt in your diet. Salt is probably not good for anybody, although the evidence on that is not clear, but it is certainly not good for people with high blood pressure. So lay off salt, eat right, um, lose weight, don't smoke if you do. And then three to six months from now, if your numbers are still in this range, yes, you probably should be on a medication. Uh, thanks very much, Mark. Six, five, by the way, Carol, you're going to be next, so don't go away. 651-989-9226. You know, Doctor, I think there may be an issue with our text server because I remember before you and I... Uh, We've we, had we, some issues sometimes. Yeah, and then all of a sudden there'll be 100 of them. Uh, so <laughs> be patient. We'll Maybe we'll get bombarded here in a moment. Right, if you're too. texting in, we're not getting them at this yeah, moment. So yeah. um, uh, we'll keep have, trying. We'll have our research team jump on that we're right on away. It. 
All right. 651-989. You can call us, though, 651-989-9226. As I mentioned, Carol, you're going to be first up after the break. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Right, good morning. Welcome back to this portion of Hennepin County Medical Center's Healthy Matters. It's an open line show today. That means your general health questions for the doctor, Dr. David Hilden, 651-989-9226. Or send us a text. We're still working on that because we think there's some issue with the text server, which is not in our neighborhood. Uh, that text number is 81807. So if you uh, are wondering why we're not giving you text messages, we can't see any. Uh, but we do have phone callers, and we urge you to do that. Uh, Carol in Winstead has been waiting. Thank you, Carol. What's your question? Um, I have a, I was talking to a young lady that has a 15-month-old, and she told me that she did not give him a flu shot. She said because it has formaldehyde in it. Yeah. Did you convince her that she's not accurate? <laughs> well, you know, you try, but, you know, they're the parent. You can't make them. You've got, uh, yeah. But what's the, what are some of the things I can tell her? Yeah, that's a really good question, Carol. And, and. I, I am not obviously the expert in the pharmacologics and the manufacturing of flu shots and, and what are the trace elements of what's in the flu shot. There's probably some trace elements of something and not everything is good for you. But but there's a, that is um, an absolutely um, – uh, at the risk of sounding too harsh about it, you, that's not – Accurate. Um, it's not a valid reason for not getting the flu shot. Um, there is a uh, what? What can I say? There is a large community of people that I think are just very much wanting to believe that the flu shot is harmful, and they they seize on on very minor things um, uh, that that um, it's sort of losing the forest for the trees. Um, the vast majority of people will be benefited from the flu shot. And the vast majority, not just a couple. It's not, a, it's not just like flipping a coin. It is the vast majority of our whole society would be better if we vaccinated our children. Um, and so I, I think um, what, I, what I sometimes tell uh, um, people is if the scientific facts work, then I tell them that the risks of flu for her 15-month-old uh, are far worse than anything that's in that flu shot. Flu influenza for a 15-month-old baby is a life-threatening illness. And, and I know this person you're talking to loves her 15-month-old. And so um, just that's the scientific facts is that it is better for that 15-month-old. But if that doesn't work, maybe the appeal to emotions might help a little bit and say that if you don't – it's um, – uh, if we if we live together as a society, we need to vaccinate all of us so that so that the most vulnerable among us are protected. So I'm in my early fifties, and I am not likely to have a serious influenza. I'm talking about me personally. Right. Um, case of influenza. However, if I get a mild case of influenza, I can pass it on to my neighbor who maybe does have a severe medical problem or is immunocompromised, and I am putting other people at risk. So I would tell parents of young children, you are not only putting your own child at risk, you are putting other people's children at risk, and to think of it that way. Um, the, the influenza vaccine is not perfect. It does not protect everybody. Heck, some years it only protects half the people, but that's way more than would have been protected 
without it. So thank you for your call, Carol. I, I think we have to use a non-judgmental. I try not to be judgmental, but I also don't hedge at all on this one. I don't I don't tell people there's two valid sides. In my opinion, there are not two valid sides to the influenza vaccine. So I try not to be judgmental. But um, thanks for your call. Brings up a really good topic. What what is the deal there? There are there a couple of different kinds of shots? Isn't there like a more powerful one? Yeah, there is a more powerful one for older folks. So if you're over sixty five, you might say, "Hey, do you have the higher dose one?" Your immune system at age sixty, as you get older, isn't quite as robust as it used to be um, when you were younger. And so, if you get a slightly higher dose of the influenza vaccine, it might goose your immune system to have a little more robust response. But you don't have to get that. Get whatever they have at the place where you go. Get it. All right, back to the phones we go. Bill in Minneapolis is next up here. Go ahead, Bill. Thanks for waiting. Yeah, say, Doctor, I take metoprolol for my blood pressure. Uh, three times a day, 150 milligrams, 50 milligrams each. Wait, one more time. Could you tell me what you take there? Metoprolol. Yeah. And uh, but the dose. Yeah, 50 milligrams. Okay. And it's extended release. You know, so but three times a day. Three times a day. Yeah. Okay. Morning, noon, and night. Okay. And it works fine in the morning. It's good when I get up. You know, it's, it's perfect, like 110 over 70 and something like that. And it's good. You know, until about. So one o'clock in the afternoon. One o'clock in the afternoon, it seems to spike up quite a bit, and then it'll go down, you know, towards supper time, and then at night it's back to pretty good shape again. So, what? And it doesn't seem I, you know, I kept getting more and more. I started out low dose, and yeah. I you, kept putting adding it on, and, and it still seems to do that spiking thing. What's do you do you take any other medications for blood pressure? No, just. So it's a first, my first comment is that you are taking a medication intended to be taken once a day, metoprolol XL, and you're taking it three times a day. So that's a very odd dosing. Um, it's not. It's a good size dose, but it's weird to take it three times a day. Blood pressure does vary throughout the day. It's lowest in the middle of the night, and it's um it goes up and down after you eat, after you exercise, things like that. Um, so it should vary a little bit during the day. But if it's, go- if it's routinely above 140 or even now under the new guidelines 130, then you need some changes. Um, I, first of all, would suggest going to your doctor and getting a regimen that's easier to take. Three times a day, metoprolol is not how it was intended to be um, prescribed. So there are other medicines that are better at treating blood pressure than metoprolol. It's great for heart failure. It's great for slowing your heart rate. And it's reasonably good for controlling your blood pressure. But there are better options. I would suggest you go to your doctor, first of all, and find a different option if possible. Don't ever stop a medication just on my telling you to over the radio show, though. Make sure that you go see your doctor about that. And see if you can't find a once-a-day dosing um, of one or two medications. Maybe take one in the morning, one at night, and that might control your blood pressure through the day a little better. All right, Bill, thank you so much. I know we have to take our top-of-the-hour break. We have another half hour of the show to go. So folks that did not get in, uh, give us another call. And we're still working on our tech screen, but the phone line is open, 651-989-9226. How about a quick look at the various uh, clinics around? Right. So um, a lot of people don't know that at HCMC we have pharmacies all over town. And so in addition to our downtown campus, we have pharmacies in the St. Anthony Village Clinic, Whittier Clinic, Richfield Clinic, the Be Well Clinic downtown, and the newest clinic in the North Loop. You don't have to be a patient at the clinics. There's full-service pharmacies at all those clinics. Excellent. All right, we'll take this break. Be right back on the other side with more Healthy Matters here on WCCO.
And good morning. Welcome to this portion of Hennepin County Medical Center's Healthy Matters. It is an open line show today. That means your general health questions for Dr. David Hilden by by phone. And we have callers, as you can see, doctor. And we're still working on that text screen, doggone it, because uh, I'm sure there is a ton of them that we can't see. Well, I'll bet there's several dozen that we're not seeing yeah. so far. So do do send them in. If, if we can get that resolved, we will yeah. do your text messages. But uh, we've got Maybe a phone line open. Yeah, yeah, we're going to get to some phone calls, but you could call as well. 651-989-9226. Should we go to the phones? Let's do that. Before I do, yeah. I want to remind people about the blog site. Oh, yeah. I've been asked by some folks about where are you going to answer all the text questions from the rheumatology show we had a couple weeks ago um, with Dr. Nasser. Well, I've, I have sent the many dozens of text messages that we didn't get to on rheumatology, specifically on arthritis. I have sent those to Dr. Nasser. He is working on them in his free time, which, as you can maybe imagine, doctors don't have just a ton of free time. But he promised me he would uh, answer your text questions, at least a, a selection of them. So where can you find them? Well, that's easy. Go to MyHealthyMatters.org. Just go on your mobile device, your tablet, your computer, whatever, MyHealthyMatters.org. That is the website that I maintain. It's the, it's the affiliated blog that goes with this show. And um, in the coming week, I hope we will get um, Dr. Nasser's responses to your arthritis questions on there. But even if you're not interested in that, you can look at the, the recent blog post that I did about the new blood pressure guidelines. In fact, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I encourage you to do that. Everybody should know their blood pressure and everybody should know what the guidelines are. So go to the blog site at myhealthymatters.org, just search for blood pressure, or just look at the most recent three or four posts. It's in the last month or two that I did that, and I describe what the guidelines are for blood pressure. That's at myhealthymatters.org. And if you missed a previous show, maybe you want to hear Dr. Nasser talk about arthritis. All previous shows... um, uh, going back quite a ways, are on there. And there's a link right to the WCCO site from me that so you can listen to the podcasts of the shows. Many people do that. Um, I didn't know how many did, so I looked at the statistics, and some thousands of people do it every month. They, they download the podcast, and then they listen to it at their leisure without commercial break, um, so it's more compact. And that happens on – you can do it on your phone. You can do it on your computer, and it's very easy to do. And if you don't know how to do a podcast like I didn't, it's pretty darn easy. There's just a little button that says download, and then you listen to it. Um, you can either listen to it right from the website, or you can download it to your phone and listen to it at your leisure. So that's all of that is at myhealthymatters.org. I encourage you to go there. And if you like what you see, just put in your email address, and, the, and that will subscribe you, and you will get notifications from me when I do a new post. And if you're worried about too many me flooding your your in basket on your email, don't worry about that. We only do it uh, once or twice or three times a month. It's uh, you don't get you don't get a bunch of junk email. So all of that is at myhealthymatters.org. And now we have tons of text. Okay, messages. so we're gonna go. We're gonna <laughs> we're, we're gonna take a couple phone calls, and then yes. I will probably spend a great deal of time on the many many text messages that just all came in in the last sixty seconds. All right, let's get to the phones because folks have been waiting quite a while. Uh, Robert in Big Lake, you're first up. Robert, what is your question? Yeah, hi, doctor. I have a question for you. But I, I just caught the end of the last <clears throat> caller about uh, metropolo. And I take metropolo twice a day for my blood pressure and stuff. And uh, you were saying that taking it three times a day is really not what it's meant to take it for. Uh, could you uh, 
elaborate on yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, Robert, thanks for your call. Um, now, there are two versions of metoprolol, um, and and I have a colleague of mine, by the way, who calls it metoprolol like you do, Robert, so both of them are probably correct. Um, one of them is a short-acting version, and one of them is a long-acting version. The short-acting version is meant to be taken twice a day, and the long-acting version is meant to be taken once a day. So if your metoprolol prescription has the word succinate in it, S-U-C-C-I-N-A-T-E, metoprolol succinate, that is the once-a-day long-acting version because succinate's a long word. (laughs) And if it says metoprolol tartrate, T-A-R-T-R-A-T-E. That's the short acting twice a day. Now, those are just how the drug was designed. Um, There are some people have found that it works better if you take it, um, the long acting one twice a day. So it's not like malpractice to take the long acting one twice a day, but it's meant to be taken once a day. Metoprolol as a drug is very good for particularly um, heart failure. It's particularly good for slowing down your heart rate if it's going too fast. It's, it's very good for people who have had a heart attack in the past. And so it's very good for all those things. It's pretty good for blood pressure. It's not, the, it's not terrible, but it's also maybe not the best one for blood pressure. It's great for heart failure and heart attacks. So I often tell people if you're taking metoprolol for your blood pressure and it's working for you, you should continue to do that. There's no reason to change. But, uh, but if you are struggling to get your blood pressure under control, then um, maybe see your, your doctor about trying something different. So, Robert, in short, if you are taking your metoprolol tartrate, the short-acting one twice a day, and it's working for you, there's no reason to change. That's all correct. Blood pressure seems to be on a lot of folks' minds uh, this morning. Mike is calling from Grand Portage. Mike, what is your question, please? Hello, doctor. Um, I'm up here um by the Canadian border, my two dead men. You might have answered this before, doctor, but um, I'm wondering what is normal now because I think just lately, you know, they changed it. Yeah, what did it used to be and what is it Yeah, what is normal? Yeah, I was just up in Grand Marais. I was almost in your neck of the woods, Mike. I didn't get quite as far up up the coast, up the shore as you are. But normal is now 120 over 80 for your blood pressure and lower. That's what we'd like to see. If you are 130 over 80, um, so if the top number gets as high as 130, that's considered um, uh, early hypertension. Um, or elevated blood pressure, I think, is the term we're supposed to use. And if it's above 130 over 80, above that, you have high blood pressure. Those are a little lower than it used to be. So you're shooting for 120 over 80. 130 over 80 is getting a little high, and anything higher than 130 over 80 of either number is high blood pressure. And again, let me remind listeners, go to myhealthymatters.org. That's the blog site. I did a post on high blood pressure. You could do that today. And go and I explain that a little bit more in some detail on the website. All right, I tell you what, we had a ton of text messages finally coming in. Uh, there's one. All right, here, we'll let's, t- we'll take let's start with that one. Can an adult with type 2 diabetes actually reverse diabetes and go off the medicine through diet and exercise changes? And the answer to that is yes. You do not necessarily need drugs and medications for your diabetes. The first thing we tell everybody with new, di- new diagnosis or even an old diagnosis of diabetes is to 
Check out your lifestyle and make changes where you can. Most prominently, lose weight. It's um, very weight dependent. So if you can even lose 10 pounds, that might be enough to reduce your blood sugars. If you, and if you're carrying more weight than that, if you can lose 20 pounds or 30 pounds, you could make it go away. You can make diabetes go away with weight loss. Um, uh, but even if that, if that isn't a possibility, you can still um, eat smaller portions of consistent carbohydrates in your diet. Avoid that big sugar load that happens when you drink a soda pop or when you eat a candy or any refined simple sugars. Even a big plate of pasta is bad for a diabetic a person with diabetes. So yes, diet and exercise can change the course of that illness, and it's the first thing every diabetic should do. All right. Uh, by the should way, I go back to the text, text lines? Yeah, we have some that. now. Yes, we have a bunch on there. Let's, let's All right. go for it. Let's do it. I'll, I'll just ramble through a few of these. Here's one that says, I don't eat many fruits or veggies. What supplements do you recommend? I recommend supplementing your diet with more fruits and veggies. <laughs> now, that's the kind of the, the sarcastic comment with that. But um, the human body has evolved to, be, to fully get what it needs from what the earth can provide through food and sunlight. And so the best thing to do is to try to get more fruits and vegetables, particularly vegetables. Find some that you like. Find a way that you can eat them. But short of that... Um, if you don't get enough fruits and vegetables, it's not going to work just to take supplements. Yes. But there's a few you might think of. One multivitamin, calcium, and vitamin D. Those are the only three I usually recommend. And if you're a woman of childbearing age, add folic acid. Okay. All right. I tell you what, we need to take a quick break. We have more show to come. 651-989-9226. And again, the text number. We're finally getting those. 81807. CCO temperature reading 23 degrees. We'll be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. And welcome back to this portion of Hennepin County Medical Center's Healthy Matters open line show today. Your phone calls and text messages for Dr. David Hilden. Let's go back to the phones, doctor. I think Neil in Brooklyn Park has been waiting. Neil, the doctor's listening. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Mm -hmm. Uh, I had a parotid tumor removed, and uh, they discovered low-grade lymphoma. And uh, the doctor is suggesting a full-body scan as a result. And they have a CT scan set up for me, and I'm, I don't, but I've heard conflicting reports that the PET scan is better. Yeah, um, Neil, the, uh, I'm not going to be an imaging expert, but you do need some kind of imaging. That's the one thing. Um, uh, for listeners, Neil is talking about a parotid gland. That's your salivary gland. And um, uh, the PET scan um, and also uses radiation. A straight CT scan is simply pictures where it's X-ray pictures, but it's just it's pictures of your from top to bottom to look for any spread of the disease. A PET scan uses another nuclear medicine thing where they actually inject a substance into your body, usually just glucose, and it comes up on a reactor machine and they can see it. The PET scan um, is a more sensitive thing for um, for finding stuff, but I, I don't have at my in my knowledge in my head, Neil, to, to be honest, about wh- when we go and meet to the PET scan. My, my understanding, and this is, again, I'm, t- I'm speaking more just as sort of an educated guess, is that a PET scan is what we usually do. But that is not, um, that's not, don't, please don't take that as the expert advice. But I see PET scans all the time in cases like that. Um, I'm just not sure if they go to it right away. 
Um, but but I think your question is um, completely appropriate. That make sure you ask your oncologist this very question: is is should I not be getting a PET scan for this? Um, I think that's a reasonable question. It includes a CT scan. You get a CT scan when you get those PET scans anyway. Mm. So it's a combined kind of a thing. So do ask that question. Best wishes to you, Neil. Um, um, because the the main message of that is that you do need to see if that has spread elsewhere. So I think I would ask that question. It's a totally legitimate one, and I'm sorry I don't have the specific answer because I do. I'm very hesitant to give you the wrong advice on sure. that. Sure, but I would certainly look into it more. All right, Neil. Thank you. Uh, before we go back to the text screen, let's talk to Tom, who's calling from Chaska. Go ahead, Tom. Hi. Um, yeah, I had a question about gabapentin and also a, a comment about uh, um, shingles. Now, my experience, I had shingles 20-some years ago. I was pretty young. It went to my head, started on the top, felt like I was getting hit by a hammer. Moved to three, four different spots. It was a hot day. I was sweating. I had blood all over my face from these lesions. And it stopped on my left eyebrow, went to the doctor. He told me his daughter got it. She went blind because it didn't stop there, went to the eye. Um, What's your question, Tom? Yeah, that's all can happen if you get shingles in your face, near your eye. Um, you should always see an eye doctor because it can get into your eye. And, and shingles is generally not a dangerous thing. Elsewhere on the body, if it's on your belly or your back, but near the eye. So you were fortunate that it did not, and that is the absolute correct. Now, you also had another um, question about gabapentin. Well, also, the, it lasted for like a day with me with the onset of that, and then it was completely gone in two days. And everybody, I hear when they get it in the body, it goes for like three months maybe. Well, that's a little long. The, the more common is about one to two weeks for shingles. One to two, three weeks. That would be the most common. Some people get it a couple of days. Some get it a few weeks. Three months is possible. The pain after shingles can go on for months, even years, even a lifetime. Um, but the rash itself is usually gone in a couple of weeks. We we have a, about a minute to go. Oh, we have to wrap it up here. Yeah. I want to just quick get to a sure. couple of other um, uh, text messages just so I, we have a little time. You know, somebody said, should I be um, worried if I have a cough with pus? The answer is generally yes. If you have fevers and um, this is a person that says I have a respiratory virus going around, I have a tight chest, chills, fever, cough with pus, fever breaks after a couple of days. Yes, fever with a purulent or a cough with pus is something you might be pneumonia, so you might need antibiotics. Somebody else said, do I have time? Yes, we have about 40 seconds. What is fibromuscular dysplasia? That is um, a problem in your, your artery of your kidneys. It is, um, um, can lead to high blood pressure. You should see a kidney doctor or a, um, a primary, ter- primary care doctor to see if they can control your blood pressure. Well, we should probably remind our listeners we're going to do another open line show yep. next Sunday, Christmas Eve. Yep. Right? Keep so- sending your questions next Sunday and the Sunday after. We're going to close out 2017 with open line shows the rest of the time. Their usual programming throughout the year. Yeah, absolutely. And if you need a doc, yeah, in the meantime, please give us a call. Where we have clinics all over the place, we have pharmacies all over the place in in all of our locations. You don't even have to be a patient of the clinic to go to the pharmacies. We have full service pharmacies and full service primary care. Six one two eight seven three sixty nine sixty three, or check us out at myhealthymatters.org. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.